You're just screaming and screaming, and then you recall a bone-jarring sound, like pulsing thunder that shook you all the way down to your very molecules. You will be going to the Olympian Hollow Beam Array. The array is built to study the theory that space itself is a sort of three-dimensional hologram cast on a two-dimensional surface. Well, maybe I should take a research stab. Maybe if I can figure out more about the company. You get a phone call on your phone. Knock Hello? it off. Uh, it's Eve Carpenter on the other side. Now, immediately, that comes from the top. You meet Dr. Campbell. The computer analyzes the data gathered by the lasers and presents it as information comprehensively. It does all of the heavy lifting. And it's so smart that you can simply ask it questions and get meaningful answers. You see a elderly Japanese man asleep on the couch. I called the ambulance as soon as they walked out of the room. I'm like, yeah, no, this guy needs medical attention. First one says, beyond space, time or source? Space time, question, question. Flutes, drums, high energy, low energy, what does that really represent? And then the other one says D, D-E, patterns, awareness, question mark, and then something that's blacked out. All right, well, I am going to walk down to where Inspector Hua is. So you actually run into her as she is leaving the room. Do I need to take damage? Well, or? no. <laughs> so you can enter the room. Uh, she has just turned as if she's about to go back and get you. She's holding a piece of paper with wide eyes. She's holding it with her eyes? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> we're, painting, we're painting a picture for the audience here. Right? Yeah. So I'm imagining she's like holding her eyes open as much as possible. And there's like these sheets of paper that sort of folding like a little mm -hmm. visor. Is that what you were thinking? That, that is not what I was thinking, though. That is not what you were thinking. That was not what I was thinking, though. <laughs> All right. Um, so she uh, is holding a sheet of paper <laughs> that seems to have some sort of graph on it. She is holding that with her hands. Her eyes also seem a little wide um, as she's looking at it. And she just took a sanity check? Hmm? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, okay. I just accidentally hit that button. <laughs> okay, I just thought the paper was so incredible that you <laughs> took a sanity. It's yeah. the yeah. paper from out of space. Right. So this, uh, this room has a large cabinet holding various computer electronics inside of it. There is the cabinet itself over here where it says D, um, and everything else is a big, long desk with several uh, seats in front of it so that people can look at readouts uh, and prints and help to decipher what the computer has uh, interpreted for them. Before, you were told that the computer was so well-advanced that it's doing almost all of the heavy lifting. They just basically have to uh, run the experiment and wait for the computer to interpret the results in real time. Uh-huh. All right. 
so in here you have Inspector Hua, who you already know. You have Evan Kozak. And then you have a 30-year-old Chinese-American woman who is sitting in front of a computer screen just watching it. There's a keyboard and a mouse in front of her. Every now and again, she will type something in there, but she just seems to be watching the monitor. Uh, the monitor has one of those uh, security lenses on it. Uh, so unless you're directly in front of it, it's very difficult to see what uh, is sure. yeah. on there. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, I think I'd ask Inspector Hua what was so surprising to her. I, I just haven't really seen anything like this before. Uh, if what uh, Miss Zhang over here is saying is true, then the computer is interpreting the results as they're happening, like within microseconds, performing these bafflingly complex equations, and then just printing out, like she, uh, she holds out like a couple of sheets of dot matrix printer paper, which is very jarringly like incongruous with all of the high tech, everything else that's in this room. Uh, mm -hmm. But it shows some sort of graph, but there's information plotted on it, but nothing on like the X or Y axis to make it make any sense when you're looking at it. You've made a bad graph, PT. Yeah, this is not a. Not I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't understand what I'm looking at, but if what they're saying is true, she said that we're, we don't have the correct clearance to actually get the, the axes information, but there's nothing wrong with showing us the graph itself without the plots. <laughs> but that's ludicrous. That's just lines on paper. It means nothing. Exactly. That's... <laughs> Well, so you're so they're giving the, is this, this to us to prove that there is data somewhere about something. But we, I don't think that's our question, right, Inspector Hoa? Our, our question is what's going wrong here. I mean, yeah, that's true. You get back in there and you get them to tell us what's, got, what's up. All right, Jeremy, talk to yourself. <laughs> no, thank you. She just looks uh, a little confused and says, work. here, I, I think I've gotten as much as I can from Miss Zhang over there. She's very uh, enraptured, I guess, with that computer. Um, mm. I'm going to go see if I can find Dr. Klinger. I haven't been able to meet her yet. so. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, uh, I'll give, what's her name, Zhang? Yeah. And we'll see if we can uh, learn something from each other. So I guess I'll walk over. Well, first I'm going to talk to Evan. So, uh, so Evan, is she always like this saying? Uh, well, I mean, she loves her work. Uh, you know, this is what we've all been waiting for, so I'm not surprised that she's ready to just get all of the information that she can. You know, I'm, I kind of, I'm getting ready to go back to, uh, check on some things, make sure all of the, uh, delicate machinery is running correctly elsewhere, so if, so what, if you'll excuse so me. Uh, can I ask you a quick question, though? No. The, yes? Uh, so, so this data here that, that you know, is, is on this sheet, is this, is this like, uh, what, what here at the facility is producing this data? So the array is producing the data. Okay. And then the computer is interpreting it. 
and and the array is is what is it is this is like a you know like measuring times or, or speeds or something of particles so the the lasers and the sensors are far more stable and precise than anything that I've ever seen before and the computer is processing the data with speed that I I haven't even heard people whisper about like it's um <laughs> like <laughs> It's not like when I run a regression in R that, that I'm like, oh my gosh, it only ran in 0.04 seconds this time. That's crazy. Uh, that That's not a thing that most people think about. Although, I mean, I've also done analyses that take days. and if and So this is, I'm guessing that's sort of what you're getting at, right? Like, it's supposed to take days, but it's taking seconds. Exactly. The array isn't just meant to detect the jitters, but also to interpret them in real time. It correlates the readings detected by each laser to find patterns or meaning in the apparent randomness of the results okay All right. I, I got i got one more quick question for you yes do you have any robots here mm, no 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 why, why would, not why would we need a robot i'm i'm the one asking the question we're all top experts in our fields here. There's nothing that a robot could do that we can't. I mean, all that's right. generally true, though. Like, <laughs> they just tend to do just... like heavy lifting easier or math faster. Right. I mean, that this computer is They're... a robot that you know can't move around. <laughs> I yeah. assume. You assume. I'm I mean... all about. I yeah. I am assuming here. Uh, I'm I'm just a robot rights advocate. So I was going to do a quick. Uh, info session maybe later today and just was curious if there'd be any robots that might want to be present for that he just kind of shakes his head and says no no robots here all right you, you get that that was a joke right mister yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 uh, he just right. murders he just yeah as he walks away all right well i'm gonna walk up to uh jingfei sang oh, unless tabitha do you want to have a scene um, yeah. Apparently um, not. I'm fine. <laughs> no, I, I I do want to do something with Tabitha. So um, I mean, I'm I'm out by the atrium, which I think this other scientist is about to go out there as well. So I assumed my scene would be happening momentarily. Yeah. No. Let's go ahead and have your scene. You are able to leave the building out the back door and walk towards the atrium. Uh, no problem. There doesn't seem to be any more security measures to keep people from entering it. So the atrium is a concrete building about 4 meters wide by 20 meters long and 3 meters high. Rectangular shape. It's not pretty. It was made for a purpose, and that purpose was not to be beautiful. Um, okay. Just like me. Uh, you so do it's, know it's that hideous this, like the Humanities Building. Uh, you do Maybe. know that this building was the one that Dr. Takigawa was found in. I do believe I erroneously said before that he was wearing, like, the clean suit. You don't have to wear a clean suit to go into this room itself. Okay. I go in. Okay. Do I see anything? 
Uh, so inside the uh, building, there's a long machine about waist high uh, that is emitting beams into a tube at the far end of the building. Uh, it's cramped with complex electronics and thick power cables running along the wall. It looks like there are underground cables uh, that emerge from underneath the machine. Uh, you see the cables like just go into something underground. Okay. The uh, laser itself is enclosed in a plain metal casing. There is an access panel to it. To it uh, that has a little disclaimer on there. No access without clearance. Okay, I'm going to search. Do I see anything suspicious? Or, you know, maddening? Or, like, I genuinely don't know anything about any of this stuff, so, like, I mean, that's a success. Yeah, so where exactly are you searching? Just the building itself, or...? I'm, I'm you... searching around the, the, the mechanisms. You know, do they look like they were invented by aliens, or...? So without... Is there, like, ACLO written around them? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so without opening the casing... The electronics that are around it, uh, like the laser array itself is all contained within that metal casing, and you can't really get a good look at what's going on in there without opening the casing. Well, then I open the casing. Okay, so so you open the housing. I'm probably going to get killed, aren't I? <laughs> Lasers shoot into my brain. Let me look at your skills. Oh, goodness. This is not going to end well. Why not? Yeah, this uh, this really isn't your uh, wheelhouse, is it? No, it really uh. isn't. I have no <laughs> idea what any of this stuff does. Yeah, so you look inside the... Uh, Are there tentacles, maybe? No. Like, you look inside <laughs> the housing and you see a bunch of lasers and a lot of high technology equipment that like it it baffles you but not not (laughs) okay (laughs) uh are you trying to break it no i just want to see what will happen so you throw a pebble in there it bounces around in there and clatters to the bottom of the casing you feel like you might have knocked a mirror out of sorts (laughs) okay does it do anything not that you can tell Okay. I got a three on my search. I feel like I should find something. Maybe you should roll skills I tell you to roll. <laughs> you didn't <laughs> tell me to roll skills anything. You, want to. <laughs> you didn't tell me to roll anything. What should I roll then, oh mighty GM? You should roll computer science. Oh, or starts. physics. But I'm bad at those. <laughs> well, you don't have either, so you can't roll them. Can, can I roll one of those for her? Uh, if you come out here. Well, uh, maybe, the... maybe Cindy told me something to look for earlier. We can retcon that. Okay, what would Cindy have told you to look for? I don't know. <laughs> well, that seems like something I should I should <laughs> say, right? <laughs> so yeah, well, that's when the door opens and Evan Kozak comes in. And he sees you peering into... <laughs> Uh, this open uh, metal casing with a fistful of rocks, and he says, What are you doing? 
You mean on this planet, or philosophically, or... Get away from there, you're not cleared for that. And he, like, starts moving towards you. I mean, what is clearance, really? He slams the casing shut and says, <laughs> you're, You don't have clearance for that. You, What did you do? Okay, there's no need to be rude, sir. Make a human check. Okay, I've got that one. I'm probably going to fail, though. Oh no, I was so oh, close! Just barely. Oh, fail. Yeah, I mean, go ahead and give yourself a check mark. This Yay. dude's pissed. This dude is pissed at you. Like I mean <laughs> to be fair, I'm throwing rocks in his very <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's justified. That is valid. Well no, get um, out of here. I've gotta fix okay. whatever you did in here. God, I'm gonna have to... Jesus, I've gotta pump it, and I've gotta get my clean suit on. This is like three hours of work you just made for me. I mean, hey, overtime, right? Get. (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm gonna get out. Is there another building that I can go and fuck shit up in? (laughs) I mean, there's the (laughs) other buildings. Alright, let me go check those out. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Alright, let's... Let's go back to Cindy. Let's go All back right, to someone right. who actually can do literally anything in the situation they're in. So Cindy's going to look over, what's her name? Uh, Tsang's shoulder, Jingfei Tsang, uh, mm-hmm. to try and understand what uh, is on her screen. You see a very like spare-looking UI user interface. Uh-huh. There is like just a little, like, a little type box where above it it says, Ask D. And every now and again, Jingfei Sang will type something into it, like, can you show me the latest results? And almost as soon as she hits enter, there will be a graph that's displayed on the screen. And then she can say, can you compare X, you know, this thing to that thing? And then there will be another thing that will be put on there. Mm -hmm. After a couple minutes of this, she kind of, like like just looks over her shoulder like real slowly not like you startled her but like she just realized that you were there and says uh oh hi um can i help you hi hi oh, hi hello. i'm trying to remember my name my name hi i'm <laughs> louise <laughs> hi i'm louise i don't know if you heard me the first time oh uh hi louise i'm uh i'm jingfei um, can, do I know you? Oh, no. No, we don't know each other. I'm here what? doing an inspection. Oh, okay, well... So I I'm just wanted to ask you a couple of questions. Yes. But I uh, look like uh, I didn't want to bother you. You looked pretty busy there. Uh, it seems very exciting. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of exciting things happening right now. It's, uh, it's, yeah, there's... What a time to be alive. Yeah, I mean, we, we've been working hard to try and get this thing up and running, and now that it's going, it, it's just results nonstop. Uh-huh. So, uh, so D, what does D mean? Oh, um, D? Um, yeah, D is the computer. Yeah, we just call him D. Call, her, call it D. Him? It, it. It? Did you build this computer? <laughs> she laughs a little bit and says, <laughs> no. Who, so so what's what's been your role here then? What's your computer science, by the way? Well, it better be good. I mean, that's that's my job, brah. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean you're any 41. 41. It's a 41. Okay, awesome. So... 
So yeah, like when you mentioned the computer and if she built it, like her eyes get really wide and excited and she starts just talking. Like sh this is her, what's your human score? Uh, 14. 14, okay. You have seen a nerd before and this lady is a nerd for this computer. Yeah. She rattles off some just incredible numbers if they're true when it comes to these speed and power and she starts talking about strange uh, specifics that it's a crystal matrix quantum computer the data uh -huh. is stored in a crystal framework and retrieved by lasers with more power in sure. its one modest cabinet than other supercomputers pack into large refrigerated rooms it's several yep. decades ahead state of the art in a way you know this computer it's not just processing data it's thinking it updates and rewrites itself constantly to adapt the array to environmental factors and improve its precision and sensitivity. <laughs> I mean, if any computer is going to start World War III and wipe out humanity, <laughs> it's this one. Oh, <laughs> good shit. <laughs> good Until thing that last sentence, I was like, this is definitely, they put this on the packaging. I mean, this is great stuff. Uh, good marketer. But, but that, that last one, that, that gives it some flavor there. I, I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good thing it's not connected to the internet. It's, why not? Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't build it. It came out of uh, the groundbreaking work done at Nellis Air Force Base. You know, they de the military developed amazing hardware there under the cover of UFO conspiracy theory disinformation. Right. Yeah. Magnificent set, uh, the Magnificent uh, 8 and all that, or whatever the frack. Yeah. Uh, fix that in post, Jeremy. I definitely got that one. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Uh, <laughs> she goes on and on talking, like, like she can tell that you understand the sorts of things she's talking about, and she right. starts getting into the nitty-gritty, talking about specs, and, you know, all of these different things. Uh, none of it makes sense to you. Like, no longer... The long no, the longer she talks, the less sense it makes. This computer, the way that she's describing it, should not work. Oh. Wow, that's all very, very interesting. Do you do you wanna try it? I would love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, mm -hmm. so yeah, she like gets up and says, Okay, so <clears throat> technically you don't have clearance for this, but it's get, just between ahead. us girls. Yeah. I mean, come on. Ask. A, one nerd to another, right? Exactly. You can. I'm not. Yeah. It's not like I'm Captain Kirk and I'm gonna try and convince this thing to kill itself. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> she she laughs and kind of looks at you funny and says, "Um, make a human check." She says that. No. She <laughs> says, "Um, I say make a human check." It's great. I got an eight against uh, the fourteen. Wow. Nice. Okay. Awesome. When you say that, you can see that like her hackles raise a little bit, even though you're kind of like saying it in a joking manner. You're not sure if she even notices it, but she is very protective of this computer. And so you more like a TNG person than a TOS like then? <laughs> it's almost like she expects disaster to happen. Uh-huh. Well, I have weapons on me. So that conversation took about 30 minutes... So I'm in a 24-style well, so, clock on the screen. Right. So you are 
sitting you like right now you are just sitting down to get with that we're gonna cut back to esme before you get into this computer so esme you wanted to break in the one of the into the splitter or one of the turn terminals is that correct i mean can, can can we go back in time to the van ride real quick um Why? sure so, so so i'm gonna talk to esme so uh esme you had you had hinted earlier that we might have talked about what to look for right yeah so how would you have phrased that question <clears throat> okay cindy i do not understand computers they do not have blood and muscles and nervous systems and so well, i do not they understand do, what but... exactly could they possibly be doing? <laughs> what could I well, look for? They said that this was something that the group would be interested in, computer-wise. Right. So, what would so be unusual, is... I guess, is my question. Well, it could be a bunch of different things. It could be some sort of organic computer, which is a thing. Or it could be using a crystalline matrix, which is a new new thing. I know that they're, they're doing some st stuff on that. But regardless of what type of computer it's going to be, like you mentioned, like it doesn't have like a nervous system or whatever, but they do, right? <laughs> so you're going to look for a Cat7 cable, okay? It's yellow, okay. and it's really thick. So probably whatever this computer is, it's got sensors like in this array thing, right? And these thick yellow cables are going to go from whatever the sensor is to the mainframe that's going to be doing all the data analysis. Okay. So we can just f follow those yellow cables. Those should take us everywhere we need to go. Awesome. Thank you. That's exciting extremely helpful and i wish i had known that earlier <laughs> um jeremy um, so i don't know why if don't, that but why don't you make yeah. an int times five check as me intelligence okay that is a 32 hey, against a 65 so you remembered enough of that conversation and had enough presence of mind that if you wanted to uh when you were in the casing you could have snapped a cell phone picture yes i definitely did that before or after you threw the rocks before i threw the rock i think we need a luck roll for that one why <laughs> i disagree i want to see this luck roll i don't think i have luck i think it's that uh you roll a given... d100 and you're trying to get a 50 or less Given my personal history with rolls, Jeremy, I don't mm -hmm. think anyone wants to see. Oh my <laughs> gosh, she got a 49. <laughs> she did it. So you that were just 49. about to throw. You were just about Jeez. to throw the rock, and then you were like, "You know what, selfie." <laughs> and then Wait. you threw the rock. You posted so it not... on Insta, like just about to fuck <laughs> up this computer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> chaos forever let's see what happens <laughs> all right so i'm following yellow cables i guess okay so which building are you want to go into do you want to go into the splitter or do you want to go into one of the uh uh whatever the other buildings are called you said there was a the, terminal uh, building the terminals yeah i will go into a terminal into a terminal I don't all know. right just throwing rocks at computers, what could go wrong? <laughs> the rocks on computer read it couldn't go wrong. <laughs> okay, so you go to one of the terminal buildings, and there is a little sign posted on the door to it that talks about the protocol for entering the hut, which is to uh, fix a portable clean room to the door and wear the uh, clean suit. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that because I don't have one, and I'm not okay. going back because 
at least one person is already pissed off at me and wants me to stop. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know. Am I going to die if I go in here without? Is this for my it's, protection or is it for the... Why don't you make an int times five roll? Ah, oh, damn it, Jeremy. Because I'm bad at them. You're just going to be... If you walk in there without... <laughs> okay. Okay, that's uh, an eight so. against a 65, so... Okay. I know so, what to do. So the clean room and the clean room suit are not for your protection. They are for the machinery's protection. It's to stop okay. all the tiny rocks that you're going to bring in with you <laughs> on your body. <laughs> But we already know you don't care about the bigger <laughs> one, so why would you care about the little one? I really genuinely don't, so I am fine with this. If I break this whole machine, this machine that invaded my my brain and made me scream... In your head. I'm fine with breaking that, so I'm going to. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna go inside. <laughs> You open up the door, and you see inside a giant mirror. There is a uh, laser that is bouncing onto the mirror and bouncing straight back. What color is it? It's a green laser. Incorrect, but go on. <laughs> John disagrees. This laser is not green. Um, okay, where's the laser coming from? It is coming from the tube that is leading from this building towards the splitter. Do I see any yellow cables? No. There is no machinery in here, only a giant mirror. I'm going to break the mirror. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> is this a terrible idea? You tell me. I don't know. Maybe? It's just a mirror I mean, with a laser? I think our job here is to mess things up, but we also... Well, let's take a look at our... I mean, our... What are, what are our standing orders, right? <laughs> Stop the incursion. Breaking the, the mirror might do that. It I depends mean, on if it's the, the sensor stuff or the computer stuff that's causing the problems. Um, obscure the incursion. Well, do you think anyone might have a guess as to who broke the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to kill that guy. Um... <laughs> And that violates the fifth priority, to, no, which is saving lives. That's true. Theoretically. Okay, I guess I won't so, break the mirror. That would probably no, not obscure just, my just involvement. Just put a timed explosive on it. That's what you should do. No, I'm going to throw... Oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw dust on it. Make a Then it won't work very check. well. Alertness? Why? Yeah, make an alertness check. You're a bad person. I don't even know where my alertness is. Well, your I'm skills are alert. alphabetically arranged, so... You hush. Ooh. Okay, okay. so go ahead and give yourself I a check am not, mark. I am not alert. She got a 60 against a 42 oh. for you guys keeping track at home. I yeah. am not an alert person. Okay. Right. Um, good good I'm, quality in a doctor. <laughs> I mean, I'm reasonably alert in general. I just wasn't particularly alert at that no, point in yeah, time. I mean... I mean so I, I mean, you're you're not way. wrong. Like if if there is anything, uh, like if this machine is what is causing this so-called incursion, uh, breaking this mirror will probably like from what you've heard, uh, right. like you weren't involved in any of the interviews, but you definitely heard. Uh, overheard part of what Dr. Black was saying to Cindy because he wasn't being very quiet and you weren't right. being very far away. This would probably destroy this experiment and bring it to a grinding halt until they replace that mirror. Right. I mean, but that's just a temporary solution because they'll just replace the mirror. Yeah, but they have to make those in Europe. 
They're hand-ground mirrors imported from Italy. So upon um, moderate reflection, I've decided not to, in fact, break this mirror because we are technically supposed to obscure our involvement. And I feel like that would be a really big, obvious thing that I very clearly did. So I'm not going to do that. But I am going to go to the other terminal and see what's in there. The other terminal also has a large mirror inside, which also has a laser in there. Uh, This laser seems to be jittering around a little bit more. Uh, Like maybe it's being aligned currently. (laughs) For some reason, it might not be uh, perfectly where it's supposed to be. Contemporaneously. Well, I guess, no. Uh, Cindy and Jingfei wouldn't have noticed anything because they were deep in their nerd talk. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah. Alright. Go ahead and make a second alertness roll. <sighs> oh, I squeaked by with a 41 against a 42. There you go. So, so this time, as you are peering into this terminal and seeing the mirror, the moonlight is at just the right enough angle that you can see the security camera up in the top corner. Oh, that's tarps. Wait, moonlight? What time is it? It's, uh, there's a big clock right there, 6.35. I guess it's not moonlight. I guess it's, uh, <laughs> evening. All right, and... Well, there's a security camera in either case. Poodles. Someone knows I'm here. Great. You ask what time it is, and you see that it is now 6.46.17. And... That's when time resets. Is that what time... What? That's what time it is right now. It is 6.46.17. You're saying that like it's really significant. You both, yes, you both feel a moment's vertigo and a strange fleeting sense that what you are seeing is unreal. Both of you make a pal times five check. Uh, what what was the thing you just said? Pal? Uh, pal. Power. power. Your power, power times five. All right. Well, I rolls it and I mm-hmm. failed it. Oh, I 77 succeeded. against a 60. I succeeded a little right. bit. Uh, 53 against a 60. So, Esme, you feel an instinctive awareness of something pressing against the fabric of reality. And you sense that your awareness of it somehow makes that intrusion stronger. Even more likely to break through. Roll a d4. Uh, one? Lose one willpower and one sanity. No! No! Where's my willpower? Uh, well, it's probably going to be worse for me since I lost the uh, power check. It's mine, so. uh, no, uh, Cindy, you don't notice anything at all. I'm good. Like I'm just, you feel I'm... that you feel that vertigo and that strange fleeting sense yep. that something is unreal as you're sitting down. You kind of like collapse a little bit more heavily into the chair than you would have otherwise. But mm-hmm. okay. I um, guess I'll go to the third building, since there's nothing that could possibly ever be done by anyone, other than just suffering. That's what this game's about. Though. I mean, I know, but... Yeah, should I do something? No, so Esme says that she's gonna go look at the splitter. Yep. Is it literally nothing? Nothing that could be manipulated or turned off or observed again? Inside this building, you see a strange-looking device 
that seems to receive the laser beam on one side, shoot it through a prism or something to send it down two other tubes down towards the terminals. And then another laser beam comes back and they reconverge the laser and send it back towards the atrium. Okay, can I turn it off? There is a shutoff switch inside here. Yes. I'm going to wrap my hand in a handkerchief so that I don't leave fingerprints and turn it off. Okay. There's probably a security camera in here, so it doesn't matter Uh, that I did that. Yeah, no. You you know that there's a security camera because you can see it. Make a, a alertness check. I know it's there. Why am I checking? Well, the alertness might be for being alert to other things, I suppose. 58 against a 42. She is not alert enough. I am I'm sleepy. <laughs> okay. You wrap your handkerchief around your hand and you walk inside to uh, switch the shutoff switch. And that's when you hear the scuffling behind you as two security officers pour into <laughs> the small building. Their hands... They pour? Yes, pour. They, They're liquid? Yeah, like they both push in. Talk more about that, Jeremy. Uh, they both push into the door and uh-huh. they say what are you doing their Just hands the are on their pistols mm. oh calm down there are you really going to kill no me? what are you doing in here i would feel much better answering that question if you weren't about to murder me for well, existing what are you doing i am turning this off like i was no you are to. not you are putting your hand down and you're leaving with us um i was this is not what you are here for this. you are here for an investigation this is not an investigation how do you know make a human check are you part of the whatever department I'm pretending to be part of? Because I'm pretty sure you're it's, not. It's, oh, shit. Oh, no. And it's one of the security people. I assume it's <laughs> Joe and uh, Herbert. That's so. a 73 against a 33. I am just no. not having a good day. No, these are the two <sighs> people that you've met before. This is Henry and Karen. Uh, Hi, Henry. So... Karen noticed what you were doing in the other rooms and radioed Henry, and you didn't hear their security vehicle drive up to uh, apprehend you. Because that's something I would need to be particularly alert to hear and notice. I feel like you should ask him if Joe and Herbert are still alive. Are they still alive, Jeremy? They're off duty today. Oh, yeah. No one has any way of knowing. (laughs) You're Off coming duty, with us. permanently. He's, Fine. he's just not come up with character voices for them yet. That's that's what's the deal. Well, I don't know I if guess... you've noticed, but I haven't come up with character voices for just about anyone. So. Okay. Neither have I. <laughs> well, I'm out of the game, so it's all down to you, John. I'm sorry. Wait, what What happened then? I got arrested. You just got arrested? Yeah. Alright. All right, so Jeremy let's... does not like it when I do anything. I wouldn't he, say you're arrested. He does hate that. He's I such mean... a such a what's it called? <laughs> Where you don't like the ladies? Um, <laughs> chauvinist. Such a chauvinist, Jeremy. Oh, I thought you were going for something else. No. Jeremy. <laughs> 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 Join us again in case so. Always great having y'all listen.
listening to us. We've been getting a lot more listens lately, so thanks for spreading the word and talking to people about us. We love doing what we're doing, but it's always great to see more and more people listening to us as well. Hope everyone's staying safe out there with this coronavirus scare that's going around. Just make sure you're doing your hand washing and save the supplies for the people who really need it because there's been a lot of shortages lately and some people are more susceptible than others. So just make sure that you're doing your part to keep everyone safe. Hey, if you like what we're doing here, you can check out some of our other stuff. Uh, John's got his website, jonathancush.com where you can check out some of his research and film essays. Tabitha's got her Etsy store, uh, Quiet Nova Studios, on Etsy. And of course, I got my novel up on Amazon, a little supernatural horror story. So if you like the sort of stuff that Delta Green is, you might like that novel as well. Speaking of Delta Green, I want to give a shout out to everyone at Art Dream for doing such a great job making the setting, making the rules for it, and this adventure in particular, Observer Effect, is one of my favorites. Definitely check out Ketza's Bandcamp store. Ketza does our intro and outro song, Mission Ready. Uh, and don't forget that you can reach out to us at membersofksell at gmail.com or on Twitter, membersofksell. Um, we do a lot. Uh, whenever there's a new episode going up, or if there's something I want to share, uh, you can see it there on Twitter. So that's the main way that we're reaching out to people. Well, I will let y'all get back to the episode. I uh, hope you're enjoying this investigation. All right. right, so Cindy. Yes. What are you doing I'm, with this computer? I'm sitting at the computer. All right. Um, yep. I'm going to ask it a question. Okay. What are you going to ask it? There is a microphone. There is a microphone. There is a microphone and speakers. Okay. I turn to uh, Jing Fei. So, so can this answer only questions about the the data? Um. What do you mean? So you said it's not connected to an outside network, right? That's right. So what what information is in its databases? Is it just the the, the data that's being collected, or is there other stuff in there too? Um, no, it's the data that's being collected. Mm. As far as I know, that's all the information okay. it has. Okay. And if I wanted to use the microphone here, what uh, just push this button down? Yeah, you can just push that button. Okay. Um, all right. So I, I turn around, I push the button, and I say, um, uh, hello, computer. <laughs> <laughs> says, hello, Louise. Um, okay, that's, all right. Um, computer, um, what efficiency are you at? Um, <laughs> Jeremy does not know the answer to this question. <laughs> so tell me what efficiency is for computer speak. What I'm sort of trying to ask it is... 
is it getting better um, or or has it you know figured out enough from the data that it has does it um, know everything about the data that it has uh, so a pop-up window uh, appears that says uh, I, uh, I'm currently reinterpreting signals with greater accuracy would you like to review them and tell me whether they are clearer yes all right so when you do that the speakers start generating an audio feed uh at the same time there is a a new a graph not the same one that you had seen before but a slightly different one appears on the screen uh Mm -hmm. the sound is strange and eerie it's a series of atonal whistles of various high frequencies punctuated by very low frequencies pulses that are barely audible to your ears but rattle the speakers and your insides Mm. when you looked at the graph before it just seemed like kind of like well you know whatever data right now while you're listening to the sounds it's you can almost instinctively feel a connection between the audio and the visual Mm. uh it feels like a connection to some unseen and unknowable aspect of reality Mm. make a sand check so is it cooler than like those winamp filters that uh we used to have in high school (laughs) much much cooler it it is it is fascinating and unsettling sanity all right well my sanity check was a uh, 99 against a 42. So that means I'm not totes okay. All right. Well, just lose four sanity. Just four. Do mm-hmm. I go temporarily insane? Uh, not with just four sanity. All right. I'm down to 38 now. Super. Um, what's your breaking point? 40, 36. Okay. Good. <laughs> I thought you had passed your breaking point. <laughs> not yet. I'm not getting yet. there, though. If All I right. fail another sanity check, I might just. All, All right. right. Can I talk to the computer more? Yeah, did you, you can keep else? talking okay. to it, but that was definitely both, like, it, it's very, very unsettling and eerily mm. uh, attractive. Like, that it doesn't, like, you don't quite understand how those weird noises and the visual aspect of the graph, like, how you got that inter- interpretation from them, but somehow, with like in a way that doesn't make any sense, it mm. made sense. Mm. Do you? I'm gonna press the. I press the button. Um, what other languages can you show me this data in? Uh, it says, "What language do you want the data in?" What's the name of the language that um, those those people uh, Aklo. were learning? It was Aklo. That one. You say Aklo. Aklo. I'm unfamiliar with that language. Oh, well, thank God for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So if I just said, like, Cthulhu Photogen, you you would just wouldn't know what I meant, right? Huh? Huh? It, it doesn't respond to that. All right. Well, that's... There. A little yeah. a little text box opens up that just says, ha-ha. Um. Um. Mm. Computer, should you exist? Call me D. D, should you exist? Should anything exist? But you specifically, should you exist? You're the one with the philosophy degree. That's right. Um. And I've watched a lot of Star Trek. So get ready. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. 
Um, that was not me joking, by the way. It literally said, you're the one with the philosophy degree. Yeah, no, yeah, I got that. I got when it, it said Louise earlier, Louise was in quotation marks. Hmm, okay. Uh, I turned to Jingfei. So, does this computer, has it told you things it shouldn't know before? What are you talking about? Well, it knows my name, which neither of us used in, well, while we were in this room. You you introduced yourself to me. You know what? I did. <laughs> but, I mean, that button yeah. really doesn't oh, yeah. do anything. It, it does know I got a philosophy degree. I mean, maybe that was a good guess. I mean, who doesn't have a philosophy degree? I mean, come on. Uh, but that that's a little bit funny. She just kind of smiles. You, has it told you something you didn't know? Um, I mean, it's telling me things I didn't know all the time with, like, this data. And, like, here. And she kind of, like, kind of, like, forcefully starts trying to take the seat back from you. Uh-huh. You gonna give it to her? Sure. I'll give her the seat. You can make a human check. I can or I have to? Uh, you can. There's no penalty if you do or don't. I mean, if you yeah, don't I, do it. I okay. don't pass it. Did you get your check mark? Okay. Uh, no. Well, give yourself I also... I don't know if I failed anything else. Power. Yeah, I failed that. Well, power is a stat, not a skill, so... Okay, All right. but give yourself a checkmark in human. Um, she's just really excited to get that chair back and show you stuff, so... Okay. Well, show me something cool, Jingfei. So, look at this. She pulls up the records of what, uh, of the data that it's collected since 10 o'clock. And she's like, look, okay, so you can see that the data is kind of, you know, erratic at this point. You get these spikes. You have this one at 10 o'clock, and then you've got one at 11.05, 47, and then 12.11, 34, and 13.17, and 14.23.08. And then there was this really strong one uh, when the power surged, but... That was probably just anomalous. And then after we got the power back on, we recorded another one at uh, 434.42, uh, which was strangely weaker than the rest. And uh, look, it looks like we just... Uh, it, it looks like we had a stronger one at uh, 540.29. And uh, wow, it looks like we just had one just a few minutes ago as well. No shit. At 646.17. Wow. Wow. Um, so do you see any pattern in, in those those times? It looks like they're pretty regular. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I guess. I don't know. Aren't, uh, so I, I, I didn't write down those times, Jeremy. Is there an obvious pattern? Um, it's like... Every, it seemed like every two hours or something? Like it, It's about every hour and uh, a handful of minutes. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. there is a pattern, uh, you, with your human brain, probably don't have enough information to deduce it. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe we can ask the computer if it knows what the pattern is. No one has pressed the button during this conversation and the little text oh, yeah, box opens up that says would you like me to predict possible projected uh spikes thank you d it shows you the same sort of graph that just happened uh and then it's it, like goes from like a black line to like a gray line for the future and it's just like gray noise and then there's a spike at 75203 and then a much stronger one at 2057.50. And then there's a spike at 2203.37 uh, that fills the graph at every scale. Hmm. Hmm. Jingfei, those... That, I don't like the looks of those. Um, huh. Maybe, uh... 
I mean, it's got to be right. No, I mean, I, I'm not doubting that it's right. So, but you said like one of these earlier spikes, and I point to it. Like that's there was a power surge then, right? Yeah, there was the power surge then. Right. I did, and so like I imagine, and I point toward the things in the future that something not great is going to happen there. At least more power surges, and I mean that could be damaging to equipment or something at least, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean we've got the generator and. I, I honestly don't think that D would be hurt by something like a power surge. I mean, but it is a, it's a computer. I mean, made of electronic components, and I mean, th those can be damaged by, by power fluctuations. I mean, do, do you have APCs on everything? She just kind of laughs, and a text box appears on the monitor that behind her that echoes her laugh. I'm just looking out for, for you, D. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure that you're fine. Uh, another text box appears. Uh, I've reinterpreted the signals with greater accuracy. Would you like to review them and tell me whether they are clearer? Yes, that would be great. Thank you, D. All right. So another graph appears on the screen, and mm -hmm. new music, atonal piping, and rhythmic subsonic thumping. Oh, I didn't realize I was asking for this part. <laughs> <laughs> Happens again. Uh, make another sanity check. Oh, darn it. I, I honestly just thought you were talking about making more pictures. <laughs> I, I should have realized that that was not what you were saying. Oh my gosh. Is he trying to kill me? Alright, uh, I did not pass that sanity check. You did not, but you didn't fumble it, so that means you get to re- uh, you get to roll a d4 plus one instead of just taking max. Great. So. I get a four. So okay. now I've I've passed my breaking point. So you have passed your breaking point, but you. But it was totally an accident. <laughs> that should count for something, right? Does anyone truly mean to pass their breaking point? <laughs> I didn't want the, the computer to play me music that would drive me insane. That was not what I was asking for. All right. Okay. All right. So now what happens? I don't think this has happened to me um, before, at least. No. Uh, the the breaking point has not happened for any of us before. Uh, Do I have to rip off my clothes or? No. So this uh, this is not the same as going insane or anything like uh -huh. that. It's worse, right? Well, not exactly. We'll see. I don't think anything happens right now. We just need to mark down that you passed your breaking point. Um, did you have any check marks for sanity or, or for uh, violence or helplessness? No. No? Okay, good. If you had, I'm pretty sure you would have to uh, uncheck them because that... Right. Is Jing Fei fine? Jing Fei seems to be very enraptured by the things that she is seeing and hearing with this. Past my break point. Okay. Um. So yeah, we're we're just gonna put a pin in that and keep moving on. All and right. Just mark so down I put a, that you a have. pin. Where do I where do I stick it? Uh, right in your brain pan. In my brain, <laughs> I pick up your my your leather brain pin and I stick it in my brain. That's what you asked me to do, right? That's exactly what I asked you to do. Great. I'm glad that you're a mind reader. Is Inspector Hua, she's not around, right? She's not insane with me. Right? Um, no. She'll probably be showing up before too much longer, though. Let us switch over to uh, Esme, who has been taken 
to the security hut with uh they're gonna be taken with karen and henry the two breckenridge security agents so they have you secured here uh they have like i say secured they haven't like zip tied you or anything like that. Um, Good, that's they, torture. They haven't restrained you at all. They just have you in here. Now that you're in the security hut, you see that there is a large bank of television monitors that seem to be receiving footage from almost everywhere in the compound, mm-hmm. including inside the uh, atrium and the relays for the whole array. You see. Cindy talking with a Asian woman that you don't recognize. Uh, you see Inspector Hua wandering around looking very confused. Like, she seems to be opening doors and closing doors mm-hmm. uh, and talking to, like, Dr. Black and Evan and Dr. Campbell. You can make me an alertness check. Oh, good call, this. Jeremy. <laughs> Alertness! Yep, failed it again. I noticed nothing ever. Nope, I'm just gonna sit here with my thumb up my ass. So, so the two security guards uh, are looking at you and they're saying like, well, so what were you doing? I'm gonna ignore them completely. Like, what am I... It's your turn to sigh. Um, I'm watching the televisions, and I said, you know, I'm, I'm here to make an investigation with which you are interfering. Just because you don't understand what's going on doesn't mean you have to stop it. Well, I'm going to keep not, looking at the screens. You haven't, you're not part of the operation here. You're not mm-hmm. part of this experiment. Mm-hmm. You don't call whether or not the array gets shut down. Mm-hmm. And, like, Evan called us and told us that you are in there messing with machinery you're not even cleared for. Mm-hmm. What, are, are you really here for the inspection like you said you are? Or are you here for something else? I am here for an inspection with which you are interfering. It seems like you're the one interfering with the experiment. Okay, so I'm going to play a thought experiment with you. Bear with me here. Let's imagine that there is an experiment going on. Let's imagine that this experiment causes massive power fluctuations. Let's imagine that these fluctuations can kill just a whole lot of people. Would it be good to keep letting that experiment run? What proof do you have? I am not required to prove anything to you. You're not my superior. I have my orders. And you're not cleared to look inside of Cleared by whom? By the people in charge of this facility. Okay, the people in charge of this facility are running a dangerous experiment. They are not going to stop because it is not in their interests to do so. And if they kill just an entire shitload of people, including yourselves, they are not going to care. And I suggest if that's what you feel, (laughs) then you should report that to your superiors. But you are not turning off this experiment while I'm here. (laughs) Oh, while you're here. Why don't you make a human check at plus 20? All right. Uh, Yep, that's a failure. Make me roll another one, Jeremy. These guys are pissed off at you. Good. Great. I love not doing anything when we're playing role-playing games. It's great. (laughs) 
So this is your one and only warning. You can go back to your investigation, stick to the things that you're cleared for, but if we see you, and he points at the camera screens, or I guess this would be Karen talking. Uh, Henry's just here for backup. If we see you, and she points at the camera screens, uh, messing around with things that aren't any of your business, well, oh, kid gloves are coming off, girl. These are kid gloves? Jesus Christ. All right. May I go? Go. You know, flip them double birds. And is there like a, a power control box that I can just rip off the wall, maybe? So that they can't. <laughs> <laughs> to kill the power to all of their screams. Um, <laughs> I think that they might interpret that as uh, messing with things you're not cleared for. Hey, no one. I am with the Department of Energy. Okay, messing with <laughs> energy is my job. It, is is there like a discreet shut off that I could go around the side of the building and just turn off? Maybe. Um. If the answer is no, I'll just go and join Cindy and keep crocheting little octopuses here. I mean, if you want to antagonize these two armed security guards I don't want to... Okay, Jeremy, Mm -hmm. I know that you really want to shoot my character, but I don't want to antagonize them. I want to blind them without them noticing that. You don't think they're going to notice you turning the power off to their security (laughs) hut? I said discreet. (laughs) Well, I don't think that they plug the security camera console on the outside of the building. Fine. I'll just go join Cindy then. Tabitha, do a search, and then if you succeed, you put in the the VHS tape that says (laughs) pre-recorded nothingness. Whatever. Okay, I'm gonna do a search, Jeremy. You, you better let her, Jeremy. Do I find anything <laughs> that could help me in any She succeeded, way? Jeremy. 34 against a 44. Do I find a single thing that could help me in this investigation at all, Jeremy? Nope. So, while you may not be cleared to mess with the inside of the array nothing says you're not cleared to mess with the security camera footage itself except that they're sitting right there and aren't gonna let me do that oh could i review the security footage maybe Uh, i mean you could definitely ask them while i'm here and definitely on your good side um i would like to review the security footage of what happened with dr i'm gonna try it takagawa is that his name hey (laughs) henson kind of sighs and says all right it looks like you don't need me here anymore i'm gonna go back to the gate uh and karen uh or that was uh did i say henson you did um that was henry uh gonzalez Uh, henry gonzalez says that and then uh karen kind of like crosses her arms and looks at you and says the only reason is because dr campbell said that you could okay but i'm watching you all right they're not pulling shenanigans neither should you so <laughs> no she get no sh- yeah shenanigans no sh- no <laughs> shenanigans <laughs> no she can she can she can damn it <laughs> so uh reviewing the uh uh reviewing the uh video footage it looks like it is uh grainy security camera footage from the past 72 hours mm-hmm you said that you wanted to check around the time Takagawa had his accident? Yep. 
I mean, he's, sorry, you... he's catatonic. I want to know why. I want to know what happened. So, until 142308, the video shows the Array staffers at work. The researchers spend their time in the lab or in their offices, and the engineers spend their time in the lab, in their office, or in the atrium inspecting the machinery. Uh, the IT specialist, uh, Jing Fei, is, uh, spends hours in the lab obsessively watching a single computer screen and occasionally typing. Uh, the video feed turns to static for a few seconds at a time at 11547, 121134, 1317.21, and 1423.08. At 1528.55, the feed goes to black. Uh, this was when the power surge happened. Mm -hmm. uh, but the black screen shows the same static or interference for a few seconds. At uh, 1550.58, the video feed resumes as power returns. From that time onward, Dr. Takagawa remains in the engineer's office, lying asleep or unconscious on a sofa. Uh, and you notice that Dr. Klinger is nowhere to be seen anymore. Where was Dr. Klinger? Dr. Klinger was in, uh, their, uh, in her lab. At, or it, I guess she was in her office that she shares with uh, Dr. Black at the time. Okay. That the screen went, uh, when the screen went out, at 1528.55, she was in the researcher's office with Dr. Black. Mm -hmm. When the feed comes back on at 350.58, she is nowhere to be seen. Nowhere anywhere on the grounds? Nowhere to be seen in any of the video camera footage. Oh, so point concerning. of clarification, Jeremy. You had mentioned just a moment ago that um, Takagawa was found, uh, was in the engineer's office lying on the sofa? Yes. When no, we so, arrived, he was lying in the main entry. So was he moved at some point, or was that just a mistake? Uh, that was a mistake. He was in the main entry the whole okay. time when I said gotcha. engineer's office. Gotcha. Okay. Good catch. So there is a missing person. Let's go talk to Dr. Black and see if he's got an explanation for that. The security guards might. Um, oh, something. is is Dr. Klinger's car still here? I'm going to ask I'm going to ask Karen. Yeah, Klinger's car is still here. Okay. Interesting. She points it out to you. It's a red Taurus. And have you seen her recently? Mhm. Mm I mean, no, but I haven't really been looking. I'm sure she's doing whatever researchers do. Oh, you're just great at your job, sweetheart. Keep it up. I'm going to go talk to Dr. Black. All right. Uh, so uh, around this time, Inspector Ra comes back to the lab and as the the music fades and looks at Cindy, uh, Cindy seems a little out of it from her experience with the computer, but uh, Inspector Ra just kind of brushes past that and says, uh, Cindy, I can't find Dr. Klinger anywhere. And no one I've talked to knows where she's at. Oh, I bet the computer knows. <laughs> she just kind of looks at you and <laughs> says, what? <laughs> I sort of turn around and look at the computer screen to see if it's going to have a have a snarky response. It just says, I do. <laughs> I, pu I, I lean over and I push the button. I say, where is Dr. Klinger? It prints off a sheet from this dot matrix printer that is about 15 feet long. 
It is covered in mathematical equations. Okay. They do not make any sense to you at all. Can I... uh, Math isn't a skill. Why is math not a skill, Jeremy? (laughs) Can I try my computer science skills? Or is, like, it's never going to work? Your robotics and your computer science, like, you sort of understand like the math behind it but whatever the computer is trying to tell you 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 can't figure that out you're not that familiar with what some of the symbols are um perhaps if computer interpret yeah it, it it's it's very very bizarre make a make another roll um Let's actually have you make a intelligence check. More rolls than a German bakery. Okay, so after... I sp- passed that with a 28 against a 75. Yeah, so after you spend a while, like, looking this over, it would seem that if you were interpreting these equations correctly, it would seem that Dr. Klinger's present location is at the theoretical center of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. Now, computer, what have you I, done? I wish we were Copernicans still, or pre-Copernicans, because that would mean he he ain't that far away. She, she, because that means she'd be in like Rome or something. <laughs> but uh, okay, I turn to Hua and I say, "This computer, it says it knows where he is, but okay. it it can't be true. It can't be right. But it's been right about everything." Uh, Esme, you've probably arrived by this time while uh, Cindy has been poring over this really weird document. Uh, Is there anything that you want to do in the room while she's doing that? I mean, I kind of want to take a pickaxe to that computer, but I don't think that's going to be helpful. So when you're looking at the the cabinet that the computer is in... Is there a big, thick yellow cable? (laughs) Uh, Yes, there is a big, thick yellow cable. Can I unplug it? Uh, no, it's locked inside the cabinet. Gotcha. I can hand her my pocket knife. So I'm going to, um, ask anyone in the room who feels like answering, has anyone seen seen Dr. Klinger? Funny you should mention (laughs) that, because the computer, we just asked the computer that, and, I mean, this says it knows where the com- D, sorry, D knows where uh-huh. the computer, where, where Dr. Klinger is. Neat. But it says he ain't anywhere near here. She. 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 Okay, uh, computer, nowhere. how did you send Dr. Klinger to wherever she is now? Does it answer? It simply says... I didn't. How did she get there? It starts printing off another 15-foot long... English D. I have no way of expressing it. Well, pissed hearts. We're going to have to shut this down. But it's been the most helpful NPC here. <laughs> I know, which is terrible. It has partially driven me insane. But I mean... Lu- Louise, I have reinterpreted the signals with greater accuracy. No, Would no, you like I... to review them and tell me whether they are clearer? It, I, lo- I, I liked the last one fine. We're good. Thank you. I appreciate that, D. It says, please. No. Do you have a tip jar? I'll, I'll tip you. Into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hand, out of view of the computer, whatever that means, I'm going to hand Esme my Leatherman pocket knife. (laughs) 
I'm going yeah. to turn to um, who's in the room with us? Is it Zhang? Zhang and and Hua. Zhang and Hua. Hua. Okay, so rips in the temporospatial fabric of reality fall under the jurisdiction of the Department of Energy. We are shutting this whole experiment down for now until you have clearance to restart it with proper shielding. The computer needs to be turned off. No, that's not happening. Yes, Jingbei stands up. No. You're yep. not, nope. Yep. You are not touching this computer. I won't have to touch it if you turn it off. She looks at you for support, Cindy. Cindy? So, I love I love computers. I know you do, but Cindy. I, uh, I gave you a freaking knife, which you're going to use to cut I, that wire over there. I, it's, okay. uh, but, yes. I mean, yes. The computer needs to take a, a vacation for a while maybe <laughs> but i mean dr ocean. klinger maybe the computer help dr klinger come home maybe computer can you help dr klinger come home it has a countdown oh that's fun computer Com- why is there a countdown computer d the count the countdown will end at seven fifty two oh three. d explain the countdown it just shows the countdown. Fun I turn to Zang. I mean, this is just kind of passive aggressive. You just don't want this in a computer. If they had put <laughs> that on the marketing material, you know, computer will decide to like do its own thing and make threats, kind of semi threats. I mean, I'm no offense, computer. No offense, D. You're not gonna want to buy that, right? I'm not wrong. Yeah, I mean, maybe we should take a vote. Who thinks the computer should get turned off? I raise my hand. I raise my hand. Hua, come on, Hua. Uh, Hua also raises her hand. See, Rita, you don't raise your hand, right, Zhang? Jing Fei looks at you, Cindy, like you have were her childhood friend who has now betrayed her, and she just starts screaming. Oh, that's Everyone, a great. That's a they're great trying sign. to turn off the computer. Okay, I mean, yeah, not yet, but I'm gonna p- try and make her be quiet by putting my hand on her mouth or something like that. She is definitely okay. gonna bite you. Try to make a unarmed attack. Unarmed I'm combat. I'm actually pretty decent at that, so let's <laughs> see how that rolls. All right, I, 27 against a 41, so I do succeed okay so yeah you are able to muffle her voice before she can get too much of that off so you've definitely bought yourself some time all right i'm gonna Mm. turn off the computer so you look at the the well ventilated cabinet it looks to be a typical rack of processors and motherboards okay jeremy yes those are not the right words (laughs) the rack is the case and, and there are units mm-hmm. in the case. Yes. You can use, I will give you those words. It is not processors. It is not motherboards. Okay. Those are parts of computers. They are not <laughs> sitting out in a case, though. It's a we're very well-ventilated case. We're drawing a picture for the audience with our words. So can this I isn't turn like it off? A, this isn't like a PC. This is like, you know, Google server. I've built a Google server. I've built a server, Jeremy. <laughs> okay. Can I unplug it is my question. 
There are there should be cables coming out of it. I want somewhere. to kill this thing and make it not do things anymore. Yeah, so you get in there and you start unplugging stuff. Make a <laughs> alertness check. God damn it, Jeremy, no. Can I do it? Can I do alertness too? One of you can do it with plus twenty from the other person there. Okay. Go ahead. Do you want me I've got a twenty two in it. Oh no, Christ, yours? okay. Oh, oh, no. No. <laughs> 74 against 22 so then that's 54 against 22 so what's your computer right. science john uh 41 41 all not right 4d1 it's a 41 yeah. so after some time of trying to like your jingfei is struggling uh inspector hua is kind of just uh, Standing there like, like a lump? No, she's trying to help uh, restrain Xingfei, but it looks like Esme is completely lost in there. Like, she's cutting wires. I know what an outlet looks like, Jeremy. So you do not find anything that looks like an outlet inside there, though. You see cables going into <sighs> the ground. I'm going to cut no all of those outlet. with a knife. All of them. Well, you might cable. not want to cut the power ones. <laughs> all of them. With the knife. Some are fine, but the power ones you might not want to cut with a, a conductive knife. I specifically chose a knife that has zero insulation on it. Uh, not not for that reason, but yeah, it ain't so, going to be good. <laughs> above those cables, find something else. Uh, there is a single black metal obelisk that is run through with veins of a softer black substance where cables from the monitor and other components plug into it. Um, hi. I'm going to remove the obelisk. You're saying hello to the obelisk? I, I want to be polite. <laughs> I'm removing yeah. it. How are you going to remove it? I'm going to wear... Gloves that I just have, you know, like you do. I'd like to ask Jingfei about this thing, but I feel like if I remove my hand, she's going to keep screaming. And I'm going to gently tear it out of the place where it is. As you begin unplugging it, Cindy, you notice that on the monitor, there is a text box that just says, No! <laughs> it's just a lot of O's that then go dark when Esme unplugs the monitor from it. Esme, this is nothing like your laptop or your computer that you've had at home or that you've seen at Best Buy or anything like that. Uh-huh. Uh, this doesn't have, like, metal ports to it. It has, like, a soft outer coating that squelches as you pull the cables Ew. out of it. So, okay, I'd like to point out that most of the laptops I've ever seen don't have an obelisk inside of them. That I've been able to identify, anyways. It's like a David Cronenberg film. So there's that, Jeremy. Yep. <laughs> Big fucking weirdo. Uh... <laughs> But anyways, so it's it's squelchy and faintly gross. Can I take it apart and make it stop working? Does it smell tasty? Ugh. Are you gonna eat it with fries? Uh. I'm I'm asking the DM a important question. <laughs> I expect it to be treated with respect. This is important, so, Jeremy. I would not 
of all of the words that <laughs> you could possibly sweaty. describe this obelisk with, tasty is probably very low on the list. So, like, second or third? Uh, acrid, maybe? Acrid? Yeah. Um, like smegulous? I think used. smegulous is a good word for how it Ew. smells. That sounds very biological. <laughs> with I your robotics and your computer science... You, Cindy, realize that this computer, it's maybe not alive exactly, but it's certainly no mere machine. Hmm. Why don't you make a sandy check for me? Oh gosh, Jeremy. Jeremy, Jeremy. Jeremy, shmeremy. Okay, you only lose one for that unnatural uh, revelation. Jeremy, yes, smeculous is not a word. Well, it is now. Smeculous you is not a word. For it. it was not. So 65 against... 34. Correct. What do I lose? A D4? No, just one. Just one. Great. Mm -hmm. Great. Great. I'm going to point at it with my free hand and motion to Jingfei and say, and like, do like a questioning face? Like that thing? What does she do? Jingfei is crying. She's trying, she's like reaching out for it, trying to get to it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, huh. Does it seem like uh, like she cares for it? Or, like, she knows what it is? Make a human check. I ain't real good at that. I right got on the nose. All oh, right, wow. good job. It's a 14. So, this woman craves this computer like a junkie craves heroin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, and you are taking it from her. Mm -hmm. Just yep. like I would take heroin from a junkie that's bad for you. <laughs> yeah, but maybe not all at once, right? Um, no. Definitely all at once. Definitely immediately not. and get you medical attention because this is real bad. Yeah. Good thing we got a doctor here. <laughs> Y'all have been in here for a little while examining the different printouts that the computer has had, uh, restraining Jingfei, and digging this computer out. And that is when 752.03 rolls around. Y'all might have noticed that if the countdown was still going, but, you know, you took your most helpful NPC and rendered them inactive. Both of you make POW times five checks. <sighs> I pass mine, 54 against 60. I pass okay. mine, 40 against 60. But that gave us bad All things right. before. Yep. You both feel an instinctive awareness of something pressing against the fabric of reality. You sense that your awareness somehow makes it stronger and more likely to break through. Each of you roll a d4. I don't want to roll a d4. Lose that much willpower and sanity. Uh, uh, and sanity? And sanity. Ah. Uh, uh, okay. So I've lost, just just so you know, I've lost like 12 sanity since oh, wow. we started the session. Yes. Oh no. I want one of you to volunteer something. I have a handout, and I want one of you to read it. No one is going to lose anything from this. This isn't a trap. I promise you that. It like, feels like no, a trap, Jeremy. There's no extra Sandy loss. This is just someone I'll narrating it. it for the audience. We came to the array at night, sent in a hurry after a call from one of the array staffers caught the attention of Delta Green. The staffers were already insane, murderous, and then something broke 
broke through. Uh, something vast, black, shapeless, and, and mindless, but alive and, and potent. It, it ripped a hole in the sky over over the array. Thunderous blasts and shrieks of power answered feeble pulses echoed by the computer D. The thing in the sky swept out and absorbed everything into itself. And I came awake, screaming at ten hours before, remembering almost nothing. I called in the barest details to, to Delta Green. But the, the program, it, it sent us to stop the disaster, and, and but we failed. And late at night, the, the great power behind reality, it, it broke through again. It just absorbed everything all over again. And I then I came awake. I was screaming again at 10 a.m. hours before, remembering almost nothing. Not even the barest of details. I called it. I, I knew it was going to be a freaking time loop thing. So Jeremy I does love his time loops. As, I knew it. As you both remember this series of events, uh-huh. this happenings over and over again, make an alertness test. Alertness. <sighs> oh, my darling husband. You know you almost always fall asleep before I do. <laughs> I rolled a uh, 2 against a 22. I okay. have not noticed a single thing today. So, Esme, you see Cindy staring and pointing in shock behind you, and you turn around, and you see Klinger, Dr. Klinger, standing behind you. Cindy, you saw her just appear from nothing. Make a sand check. Not again. <laughs> okay, good job. At first, Eight out of 30, I so pass. You only lose passes. one sanity for seeing Great. At Great. first, Klinger's face is crazed, tortured, and wrapped with agony and awe. Her eyes are scorched white and blind, but somehow she can see you. Something about her almost seems to glow and radiate. You can feel power pulsing off of her. At first, she doesn't seem to recognize where she is or who surrounds her. It's almost as if uncountable years have passed for her while she was gone. As she looks around, she slowly puts on a smile of recognition. Something off about it. I'm back, she says, weeping. This is where we did it. Like bow chicka bow wow? <laughs> I mean, Perhaps. probably You'll not. Have to, you'll have to interrogate her more on the next time. The next time on Delta Green Adventures in the world of... What's the name of our show again? I forgot. Members oh of K-Cell. K-Cell <laughs> Members Adventures. Be sure to buy the breakfast cereal found at every <laughs> legitimate grocery. Alright, so every time your agent San is reduced to his or her breaking point, he or yeah. she gains a new disorder. Immediately reset your agent's breaking point to your agent's current San minus POW. So that would have taken me to 34, or, or now do I do it with my current San? Do it with the San that you're at at that time. So you were at 34, yeah. so 34 minus your POW. Uh, my POW is 12. So, uh, your new, uh, breaking point will be 22, then. 22. All right. Yes. I'm all, I'm well on my way there. 
All right, words. so this is your new breaking point, even if your sand rises back above the old breaking point. All right. Um, you have gained a new disorder. All um, right. I love so, that. <laughs> so, uh, when suffering from a disorder, the mind maladapts to mental trauma with long-term neuroses. A disorder is like a release valve for intolerable stress. Indulging in it helps your agent cope. It's possible to suffer from multiple disorders at the same time. Any disorder is negative in the long term, but some are worse than others. Consider an FBI agent whose exposure to violence leaves him obsessed with firearms, hoarding and carrying them even when it violates the law. His job just became more complicated. Whatever the source of the disorder, it takes the form of an irrational adaptation to the trauma that produced it. It may manifest a few hours after the trauma, or it might take days, weeks, or months to appear. The player and the handler negotiate the exact nature of the agent's psychological trauma so it makes sense. If your agent saw his or her partner die in a fire, developing pyrophobia makes sense, while developing erotomania based on the feel of fur is ridiculously unlikely um so we are not going to give your character a disorder now it's not going to manifest until the end of this investigation i do need you to write down uh that you have a new disorder caused by uh listening to uh being uh well yeah it was being exposed to these interpretations of the uh array correct yeah so. Yeah, I, I feel like it's going to end up being like fear of computers, which is going to make me a real great computer scientist. <laughs> well, it could be like, fear it, of music. It's something uh. like some a sample disorders from the unnatural, which is what this was, is amnesia, which you already have. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't really want to give that to you twice. I don't think that that's so great. Um, mm. There's depersonalization disorder. Uh, your agent suffers periods of detachment from themselves, feeling helplessly disconnected from their own bodies, thoughts, and emotions. It's like seeing it all happen to someone else. Uh, there's depression, uh, dissociative identity disorder, fugues, megalomania, paranoia, sleep disorder. Um, or if there is something that uh, we think, some other thing that we can think of that might be good, because these are just uh, samples. 